Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to hear more of The Glitch, you can find him on old episodes of The Legend of Retro. If you'd like to hear more from Danielle, she's guest starred on The Legend of Retro, as well as old episodes of Noiseland Arcade. Uh, if you'd like to hear more from Player One Mickey, uh, you can catch him on old episodes of GameZilla, uh, as well as uh, twitch.tv slash player, the number one, Mickey. If you'd like to hear more from me, Craig WK, you can find me on uh, old episodes of Noobs and Dragons, of course, as well as The Legend of Retro, Noiseland Arcade, and I stream occasionally over at uh, twitch.tv slash Craig underscore WK. And now, enjoy the episode. Welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. So, team. Aegon, who is currently a bear, uh, Elianod, and Garden. Uh, the three of you are locked in combat with an angel known as Avasiel, uh, who has created a giant orb of divine energy and seeks to purge this land of its corruption. Uh, you get the feeling that this orb of energy that it has sort of been creating down in this cave is pretty potent. It feels pretty powerful. However, as you've been destroying these icy walls that have celestial prayers and scriptures and writing on them, uh, it seems to be reducing the size of the divine energy, this big orb of like spirit energy, essentially. Uh, however, uh, on its turn, Avasiel pumped its own divine energy into the orb. And so the ball of light has sort of increased in size. And essentially what that did is Avasiel seemingly has given it its own divine energy. And so its health sort of fades a bit as it does so. As it tries to save this, you know, orb of light. I... Aegon, it is your turn. Yeah, so I'm going to bite and claw at the wall. Absolutely. Go, go right ahead. Uh, its AC is 10. Uh, the wall has some defense to it, but it's pretty easy to hit. All right, so I got a 10 and a natural 20. With the natural 20, don't forget to triple the damage dice for you because you're a half-orc. That was a melee strike. All Good. right, I got some math to do here. You sure do. Uh, the, the bear just claws and bites into the wall and uh, you'd think the bear wouldn't be able to bite into a wall especially well but it showed us <laughs> Mr. Bear how much damage did you do? 28 wow uh, the wall shatters into pieces as you, you know, roar and, you know, claw into it. And uh, the orb once again shrivels down in size a bit. Cool. I mean, rar. Rar indeed. Uh, did you want to advance upon the next wall? 
Yes, the next closest one. Yep. On the left. Five feet away. I'm on, I'm on the left, right? Yep. Yeah, five, ten feet away, you are uh, right there at the, the next wall. Cool. Uh, let's see. Elianad, it's your turn. Okay, so I'm going to shoot a firebolt at uh, one of the walls opposite from where the bear is. Absolutely. So that's an 11. That's a hit. Man, you guys are just barely hitting the wall, but you are hitting, and that's the important part. <laughs> and three damage. Three becomes six against the wall, but does not melt fully. Uh, so the orb of spiritual energy does not shrink just yet. I, uh, Garden, it is your turn. Can I break away from it? Is he like preoccupied with? It is currently within melee range of you. It's scythe disappeared as it pumped more energy into the uh, uh, divine energy, you know, energy ball towards the uh, ceiling. However, you don't know if it can hit you or not. Uh, if you want to resist that at all odds, you'd have to take a standard action and disengage away from it. I will chance it. I will use my my faith in Duke Lion, and I will, I will chance breaking away and attacking one of the walls. A scythe immediately appears in its uh, hands and brings the blade down on your back as you go to step away. Uh, does a let's see, uh, yeah, sixteen hit your AC, and you take five damage. As the thing nails you in the back. I think I've become an atheist after this fight. Well, that or this angel <laughs> isn't really living up to the standards that Duke Lyon should be holding it to. Uh, but, uh, Garden, you have still have a standard action. The thing hit you, but you are able to move as you please at this point. Where would you like to go? Uh, guess I'll attack the uh, witch... I think the the wall next to uh next to um Elianot. Uh Elianot is in the center of the room, but she's launching bolts against the wall that does not have the bear next to it. Do you want to go to that wall? Yeah. There's one a wall that's partially melted and a wall that has not been touched. Which do you want to go for? You know, let's just finish off the one that's been partially melted and finish that off. Sure. Roll to hit, AC of ten. Eleven. Once again, barely hit that wall, but you guys got it. Go ahead and roll damage. <laughs> Don't forget the plus one for using your sword. Six. No, I'm six. sorry. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Yay? Nay? I'm sorry. Ten. 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> ten. With ten damage, you smash the sword into the, uh, uh, the wall, and the ice shatters away. And once again, the uh, divine energy orb shrinks down even more. Avasiel's turn. Avasiel puts the scythe away and then proceeds to pump more divine energy into the orb. And it rises in size. Uh, it then creates a, uh, the scythe again. And all three of you roll a d20 and let's see who it goes after. And 
what did you each get? It's going after the lowest. You got a 19. I got an 18. I got a 5. Ooh, it's going after Garden. Garden thought they could get away from it, and uh, Avasiel floats across the room and goes to swing the scythe down. And misses. The blade of light strikes the ground, uh, though does not pierce the, the ice or, or anything. It's almost as if the light just passes right through it. Hmm. Uh, that is Avasiel's turn. Aegon, Mr. Bear, your turn. Uh, scrap, claw and bite at the wall. Claw and bite away. Both are hits. Awesome. So. And how much damage did you do? Uh, is 22. Wow. Uh, with... 22 damage, you once again just smash your giant form into the ice, and uh, it shatters away. And once again, the orb shrinks down in size. There is only one more of these walls in here. Um, and then I would like to center myself in the room. Yeah, you get to the center of the chamber. Elianod, it's your turn. I'm going to shoot a firebolt at the remaining wall that is not melted. Absolutely. Huh, that's a two. Firebolt goes into your hand, you throw, and it whiffs and hits the melted wall that's already been damaged and destroyed. I... I shake my bare head. (laughs) I... Elianod, I... I mean, it would be the same, you know, uh, odds of hitting, uh, but would give you certainly bigger damage. Keep in mind, if you want to use your sorcery points to uh, get yourself cash in a spell, I think it's a bonus action to do that, isn't it? Yes. Did you want to do so or no? Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. You charge your sorcery points into yourself and you have access to a first level spell. Garden, it is your turn. The angel is back on you. Uh, There is one wall remaining, which is uh, uh, about five feet away from you. So you would have to take a step within the angel strike zone and risk an opportunity attack if you wanted to go for that wall. I guess I'm... Well, you know what? I will... uh, You said I'm in his strike zone? Oh, for sure. Yep. You're within melee range of the angel. And uh, uh, so as far as that goes, your friends are free and clear because it's on you, which is nice. Uh, But yeah, what would you like to do? I guess I'll just engage with this since since there's only one wall left. Sure. Do you want to try to take a swing at the angel? Yeah. Go right ahead. Got a 12. With a 12, it parries the blow. Uh, it once again holds the, the staff of the scythe out and blocks your uh, uh, sword strike. Uh, you can't tell if it's just an amazing uh, uh, martial artist as an angel, or maybe you're just having a, an off day fighting this thing. You're just not feeling it. Athasiel's turn. Once again, holds its the scythe vanishes, holds its hands up into the air, and divine energy pours into the thing. Uh, it then dr- creates a scythe and 
Well, does it get his eye ray power back? Let's see. Ah, uh, doesn't. Takes a swing with the uh, sight that uh, uh, guard. And it hits. And you take two points of damage as the blade of light pierces you. How are you looking there, Garden? Two. Oh, not so good. <coughs> uh, that is Avasiel's turn. Aegon, it is your turn. Your pal, uh, Garden, is not looking great. Nope, he's not. So I'm heading for the wall. Fair enough. You're probably out of spells, I imagine. You would you would be imagining correctly. Oh, uh, you're also in a bear form anyway. Uh, and uh, I can't do anything as a bear, anyways. You advance uh, to yeah, the wall. So I'm, yeah, let's do it. Absolutely. And, uh, strike it. Let's do it. Go right ahead. Uh, I hit one of them. Give me some damage. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Six. With six damage, you scrape one of your claws against the icy wall, and it doesn't destroy it completely. It blocks off a few of the celestial characters, you know, but isn't fully getting through. I... I think not. It is your turn. I'm gonna... Try and hit that wall with the firebolt. Same one. Sure thing. And that's an 11. It hits! And I got a 3. And that becomes... So that's 6. 6 damage against the ice wall. And it blasts into it and melts away. The divine... The orb of divine energy starts shrinking. And then continually shrinking. Garden, it is your turn. Uh, you know what? I think I want to just try and uh, use my breath weapon. Sure, and hit the angel? Yeah. It has to make a dexterity saving throw or a constitution saving throw? A dexterity saving throw. It fails. It gets an eight only. Mm. How much damage? Uh, and this is two d six. So I roll d six twice, or yep, and then add them together, and that's the amount of fire damage it takes. Okay. Uh... And what you get? I got. Oh wow! Can't math. Uh, I got a six. Avasiel takes six fire damage as you blast out fire at the thing. I Avasiel's turn. It holds one of its hands up in the air and divine energy starts trickling out of it. You think that it's just doing everything it can to just sustain the uh, divine energy orb that's sort of, you know, kind of uh, uh, deteriorating above you guys. Uh, with its other arm, uh, it doesn't look like it can launch eye rays at this point with it trickling energy up into the, the you know, divine orb. 
Uh, but it does try to swing the uh, uh, scythe of light down on you there, uh, Garden. And with a three on the dice, it misses you. Oh! The, once again, the, the blade of the scythe of light whizzes past you and hits the ground and just passes right through it. Aegon, your turn. All right, so we've destroyed the walls. Uh-huh. Um, the energy, that orb is getting smaller. Is it continually getting smaller? It's basically, said? at this point, would be getting smaller if Avasiel was not pouring in energy into it. Okay. Um, can we tell anything else, like, as far as Avasiel, what, um, is, like... Avasiel? Avasiel is getting weaker, I take it? Uh, it certainly seems that way. It's no longer able to uh, 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 produce rays of light from its eyes. Uh, it's now just trickling the energy and sustaining it. It's not like pumping in tons like it was before. It certainly seems like Avasiel has grown weaker. Yeah, I guess I'm just going to claw and bite at him. Go right at Or her. Or it. it. It's genderless, androgynous. Uh, I got a 19 on the first one. That's a hit. And a 19 on the other one. Uh, also a hit. Uh, 20 damage. Avasiel gets clawed and bit and I... Uh, continues floating as energy is trickling out of it into the uh, orb uh, above. Elianod, it is your turn. Hmm. It's certainly weaker. The uh, orb of divine energy uh, is now shrunk down considerably, but is being sustained by Avasiel's uh, energy. How close am I to it? About 20 feet. Uh. You gained back a first level spell. Anything yeah. you'd like to do? That's what I'm thinking. Um. I think I'm going to try. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, Thunder Wave. Sure. Uh, so you want to get up close to it and hit th with Thunder Wave? Ooh. Or do you want to, I know you... I, you know, I'm going to do the Chromatic Orb, I think. Sure. What element? Uh, it's cold, so let's say fire. Absolutely. Go ahead and roll the hit. 18. That is a hit. And that is 3d8. What is that? Uh, 18. And you do 18 damage as a blast of fire, an orb made of fire, flies across the room and strikes a Vasiel center mass. Garden, it is your turn. 
Jeez. Can I, can I try talking to it one, one, uh, one more time? I mean, you can say something. Whether it answers or not is another matter. Vasil, you're not you're not looking so good. I mean, is it really? You're literally pouring your life into this thing. Is it worth the sacrifice? Uh, so you ask if it's worth sacrificing itself for? Yes. Avasiel does not respond and continues pouring energy into this thing. What would you like to do, Garden? Can I use Divine Smite on this? On, on him? If you have Divine Smite charges left, for uh, if you have spell slots left to use that. Um, I haven't used any um, spells, so I, yeah, I should still have a spell slot left. Yeah, I haven't used any. Perfect. Uh, and I forgot. So essentially, you're rolling to attack, and if you hit, you can activate Divine Smite, and then that uses up one of your spell slots. Uh, okay. Your chart, you know, essentially it's like a charge, and then it does more damage. Okay. So go and roll to hit. All right. So we're rolling. Oh, shoot. I turn that off. We turn that off. We're turning that off. And a seven. With a seven, you hold your sword tight and go to swing, and your sword passes through a Vasiel. And all the damage it's taken, all of the uh, the you know energy it's pouring into this orb. It looks like it's just sort of fading away. You think that it was taking damage, but you think that it was on borrowed time for the last few moments for sure. And the orb of light sort of vanishes, you know, uh, from up above you. And Avasiel's form sort of starts like deteriorating, almost like flecking off and like, you know, these flakes of light that's just sort of burn away. And Avasiel... Uh, mutters out, This land is cursed. It must be destroyed. All corruption must be destroyed. And it just sort of crumbles away into a kind of like a, uh, almost like a flash of fire, fiery light, and Avasiel is no more. All right. Uh, what the fuck just happened? The bear <laughs> growls, and you don't understand what it just said. Oh yeah. <laughs> Are you turning back into uh, 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 your half orc self? So I turn back into my half orc self, and I say, "What the fuck just happened?" I don't think Garden worships Duke Lion anymore. I uh, face the direction of where Cavassier was, and I uh, clasp, clasp my hands together. And, Avasiel? And yes, 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 that too. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, just pray to Duke Line asking, you know, asking for forgiveness and, 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 and guidance. Make a religion check. Oh my gosh, uh, you, you might be right. <laughs> we got a four. <laughs> Ooh. I... Garden, with a four even. 
Uh, you feel like Avasia was certainly an angel. Like, that much is very clear. It wielded light, it looked like a, an angel. But here's the thing, it was trying to purge the land of corruption, and you guys, you know, you're in this area to try to help out, and it's trying to destroy you like your corrupt beings. You think maybe something happened to Avasiel that made it react in this way. That's near as you can tell, that seems like that's the most likely course of events. Now, what could cause an angel to, to be corrupted like that? Corrupted itself thinking it was purging corruption? Well, that's a whole other matter. There are some rolls on the table, if you guys would like to look around. Uh, yep. There's another religion check for the, uh, the scriptures on the walls in Celestial. Uh, there's an investigation check to look around the, uh, the chamber. And otherwise, uh, there's also a, let's see, uh, there'd be an arcana check as well. Guess I'll do religion. Elena, what are you rolling? Uh, I guess arcana. Arcana? Right, the oh. in investigation, right? Man. Yep. Yeah. Uh, with guidance on myself. Sure thing. I got a 17. The 17, you look around the chamber and yeah, there there's no evidence of of anything else in this room. Uh there's nothing within the ice as far as you can tell. Uh it looks like this is a uh, uh maybe was once a, a chamber for the dragon that you saw dead in the upper levels, but I mean it, nothing has been here in a long time. You think that this Avasiel must have arrived here and started carving into the walls and doing its own thing. Uh, what did you get for Arcana, Eliana? Uh, 19. With a 19? The divine energy... Well, I shouldn't say divine energy because that would be tougher for you to sense, but the uh, radiant energy that was so powerful in this room has now faded away to almost nothing. Uh, you think that, you know, it was probably taking a lot of power for that angel to essentially create, like, a bomb is basically what it had done. It created, like, a bomb of energy that it was going to just use to eradicate the land around this region. You're not sure how big it would have been, but likely pretty good size. Uh, what you get for, uh, religion there, uh, Garden? Uh, two. With the two... Certainly now that the walls have been damaged and melted, you can't really figure out what the scriptures, the, celest the celestial language said. Uh, though you have a bad feeling it must have been like curses or something to, you know, reflect the that kind of righteous, indignant nature that it was exhibiting. Self-righteous, I should say. And that's all you find out here. All right. Uh, how you feeling, Garden? Uh, I'm feeling like I could use a rest. Hmm. Can we rest in here? Is that, uh, I mean, I know it's all ice. I mean, is it too cold to be able to rest here? It's very cold in here. Uh, so you have a few options. You could certainly try to, uh, uh, like, 
try to start a fire in here and and rest and relax even just a short rest that would be easy enough if you wanted to spend the night that'd be a little tougher though you could always try to exit the cave and get back to you know where it's a little bit more temperate uh yeah even though it's the end of winter early spring oh you decide garden what do you want to do Well, if, you know, I'm not. I, I, I don't think I can put up with any uh, more surprises. I mean, if you guys are okay, well, we'll take I mean, damage. We're, we're done in this this cave. I mean, we're just basically leaving at this point. All right. Well, uh, right, there's let's... no more. There's no more halls or any any other direction in this room. Not that this you is the know of. Not that you've seen. Yeah. So we've what? we've searched this dungeon in its entirety. In well, cave. let's let's get out of here. I've, we've spent too much time in here. Then. Okay. And so you guys have discovered the source of what that, you know, divine sense that uh, uh, the, the priest back in town, uh, you know, was sensing, uh, you know, uh, Phineas Gracewood. Uh, this seems to have been the source and you guys have dealt with it, uh, though it kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth to be sure. So you guys take your time. Head back out through the tunnels. It's cold. It's icy. Uh, you guys arrived here pretty early in the, the morning, you know? It was uh, probably like, you know, mid-morning, late morning. As you guys are stepping out of the cave, it seems like it's now pretty late in the afternoon. Uh, you don't know how much time you would have to, to travel. You could certainly probably get a little bit of time in today if you wanted to. Otherwise, you could just camp outside of the cave. What would you prefer? I mean, I think we should just camp outside the cave because if we start traveling, God only knows what we might incur. At least at this, he can get a somewhat of a rest. Sounds fine. Garden's pretty beat up and you guys don't have much in the way of spells, so probably not a bad call. <laughs> so, you guys set up camp and, uh, you know, it's a little earlier than normal, so you have some time to kill. Uh, but, you know, you guys kind of just relax by the fire, warm yourselves up, and you're feeling a little bit better. Uh, but time passes, and the evening comes. Who's going to take first watch? I will. Ellie and I will take first watch. Who plans on taking second watch? I can do it. And then, uh, uh, you know, Garden will take third watch. All right. So, uh, your friends get in the tent, the, the fire is set, it's, you know, you guys are nice and toasty warm compared to the, the near frostbite that you were getting inside the pneumonia caverns. Uh, Ellie and I, go ahead and make me a perception check. Ten. With a ten, it's pretty quiet, uh... You, uh, uh, you know, are, are unable to hear anything out of the ordinary. Uh, you know, it's still fairly early in the evening. You guys kind of gone to bed early. Uh, but, you know, time passes around, you know, maybe three, four hours. Uh, and you're getting tired. You think it's time for uh, Aegon to take his turn. Okay. So I'm going to go in and wake Aegon up. Aegon, she has nothing to report. Go ahead and make me a perception check as you keep watch. 
All right. It's a natural one. Oh, boy. Second of the day. Second of the day. Elinot, you go to bed, and uh, all things are fine. Aegon. Yep. Uh, so, as you're keeping watch, you start noticing uh, peculiarities. Odd things start happening. You notice birds kind of, you know, coming and going. And a lot of crows and ravens, blackbirds, (laughs) are landing on the the tree line uh, nearby. (laughs) And and at first you don't really pay it much mind. It's just nature, you know? It's not a big deal. Just crows being crows. However, time passes, and you recall the, the the cryptic mutterings of the crow that you spoke to and insulted the, the previous night, and you start getting kind of a bad feeling. Like, you just, just, something isn't good. This isn't right. And you start hearing echoing through the woods. But you can't really make out what's being said from where you're at. Do you want to get closer? Yeah. Absolutely. You step out of the camp and get to, like, the wood line. And you start hearing what sounds like... Uh, what sounds almost like like a human's voice. Like a, a, a uh, like kind of a high-pitched voice echoing through the woods. And you hear, this way, this way. This way, this way, this way, this way. And it sounds like birds are squawking the phrase this way Hmm. over and over again. As if they're calling out to somebody or something, guiding them. Can I get closer to the noise? Sure. You step into the woods. Make me a perception check. A 10. With a 10. At the very border of your vision, just beyond the like 60 feet of dark vision that you have. Okay. You see something large lumber out of the bushes and kind of slide back into the bushes on the other side. Sort of comes out of bushes. Seems large, maybe 10, 15 feet wide. And sort of slides back into the bushes almost amorphously. You only see an outline, though. But it certainly gives you a nasty impression. Hmm. I'm going to keep going. Now, you can make an insight check if you want. Okay. Eight. With an eight, kind of gives you a bad feeling. Do you want to advance still? Um, I guess if it gives me a bad feeling, I might, uh, I might start making my way back to the camp. Sure, you back off, and you feel like the 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 
crows cawing this way, this way, is almost like they're leading whatever that is towards your guys' camp. And you make it back to the fire. And once again, make me a perception check. Okay. 15? With a 15. Around the campfire, you don't see anything. However, at the wood line, which is maybe 80 feet-ish away from you, uh, the, the, the flickering of the fire casts odd shadows, but one shadow in particular seems large and kind of wolf-like. And you sort of can't quite make out what you're seeing, but it almost looks like a large form is sort of just like awkwardly staring in your direction. What would you like and to how do? far away is it? Maybe about 80 feet away. Stopped at the wood line. Uh, I pull out my shield and I kind of go in for a closer look. Sure. You advance up maybe about 10 feet from the, the camp, still within the light. It's now about 60 feet away, and it's within shadow, and it's still on the border of your dark vision. Uh, but yeah, it seems sort of like, it reminds you of the wolf that you saw when you were uh, traveling, you know, the previous, you know, previous days ago. Yeah. So I think it's the same one. Certainly gives you the same vibe. Uh, okay. It's certainly sort of awkwardly staring at you. And now that you're a little bit closer, you can sort of see it kind of stares at you with these like yellowish eyes that have this odd amount of intellect. Like they know what they're doing. Like, you know, like there's something darkly intelligent about it. All right. I do my best crow impression and I say, go away, go away. Performance check. Sure. <laughs> uh, three. With a three, you're like, quack, go away, quack. <laughs> and you don't know how convincing you are, but you're not sure how convincing you would have been even with a crow's voice. The, the kind of croaking of the crow's I uh, is sort of still being like, you know, you hear it every so often, but the form is now locked eyes with you and doesn't seem perturbed by the, the, the cackling of the, you know, blackbirds. Hmm. Um... What do we know about these creatures? Like they're not they're not actually animals, right? Or are they zombified zombified or what do we know so far about them? You don't really know a lot. Okay. You uh let's see, uh Garden, did you tell you had told your friends about the weird dream that you saw this amorphous dark form in the shadows. Yeah, Garden had, had a nasty nightmare that might not have been a nightmare where he woke up in the middle of the night and saw this sort of lurching form within the shadows 
and you've seen trails that are sort of, you know, oddly scratched up of something large in the forests, but you're not sure if they're linked or not. Is there any way I can speak to it? You haven't tried. Like, I mean, you you cat, uh, kind of like crowed out before, but you didn't really try talking to it. All right. So I I say, what do you want? Come closer. And you see an amorphous shadow kind of beckon. And you can't quite see like a paw, like a wolf would. You just sort of see darkness sort of swirling about, but it seems to be beckoning you closer. Let's get closer. And you take a few steps closer. It's now, instead of 60 feet away, 50 feet away. Douse the fire and come closer. I'm already here. What do you want? Closer. You come closer. Douse the fire and come closer. If I go back, I'm just staying there. I'm not coming back. Douse the fire. I head back to the campsite. You go back to the campsite. You look back, and the form is still there. Do you plan on dousing the fire? Do you want to try to roll no. insight? Do you want to... What do you want to do? Yeah, uh, we'll roll insight. Sure. Hmm. Ten. You have a horrible feeling. You get the nasty feeling that it does not like light, which is likely why it's not advancing. That's good to know. So I, uh, I just keep my eyes out. And you're just waiting till the end of your shift? Yeah. Time passes, and the shadowy form still sort of stays... Well, here's the thing. Uh, whenever you look away and you look back to the fire to tend to it or whatever, and look back, it's not there. But after a while, you get a nasty feeling you're being watched, and inevitably you sort of see the darkness shift around the campsite and find it again. It seems like it's circling the camp. Though it can't quite fully circle it because... You know, half of your camp is sort of the, the cave, the mouth of the cave. So it's sort of mouth of the cave and kind of the mountain wall, and then the forest that sort of cir like half circles around it, and you're sort of in the middle of that clearing. Okay. Time passes, though. And Garden at this point will have gotten his full night's sleep. You think he's fully healed, uh, and it's his turn to keep watch. All right, I go wake him up. How are you feeling, Garden? Feel a lot better? Uh, yeah. yeah. Physically, yes. Cool. That's good. Um, yeah, a lot of weird stuff happened in that cave. Um, a lot of weird stuff happens out here, too. What do you mean? So, uh, while you guys were sleeping, uh, I think the crows came back. You know, the ones that were supposed to help us earlier? The, the, and... ones, the ones you basically... Insulted. I mean, tit for tat. But so they 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 lured me into the forest because I heard them talking, 
And I think that wolf that's been kind of bothering us is around. So make sure you keep this fire lit, buddy. Great. Well, see ya. <laughs> and Aegon hops into bed and gets some sleep. Garden, make me a perception check. What'd you get? 18. 18. With an 18. You're sitting by the fire. And the uh, you get the nasty, nastiest feeling that you're being watched. And you kind of look into the, the wood line. You don't have dark vision, so it's a little harder for you to see. Uh, but you get the distinct impression that there's sort of this large form sort of prowling around at the edge of the wood line. And it seems to be watching you intently. You sort of, every so often, maybe the moonlight catches its eyes, its eyes, and you sort of see these yellowy eyes sort of staring at you with this, like, nasty, malevolent intelligence. It sends a shiver down your spine. What would you like to do? Well, I'll talk to it. I'll talk. I'll talk to it. Uh, look, I don't know what Aeon did to you, what, what he said to you, or whatever. But to be honest, frankly, what we just went through in that cave, I'm feeling kind of numb right now. And I grab like my blueberry wine and pop the cork off. You want to sit down next to me? We can share a drink, and we can both insult Aeon, whatever. I, I I don't care right now. The form sort of stops its prowling. It says, douse the fire. I'm good. I'm a bit cold. I'm a bit cold. I like the fire to keep me warm. So, you know, you can you can demon up, uh, malevolent, whatever you are up and, you know, come sit and, you know, just chill over here. We can talk. Douse the fire and I'll devour the one that frustrates you so. Oh, no, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. I didn't say anything about devouring. You know, I don't want him dead. I don't want him dead. I'm just saying, whatever y'all, you two were talking about or whatever he did, if he insulted some friends of yours, you know, that's it. I don't want him dead. We're, we're kind of in the middle of something right now, and we kind of need each other, but, you know. Douse the fire, and I'll <sighs> devour them both. You are like a one, you, you're, you're, you're like a broken... A, <clears throat> A broken instrument. <laughs> it once again reiterates, douse the fire. I, I pop the cork off of uh, my bottle of blueberry wine, uh, eat it, consume a pickled egg, and I start just drinking, drinking the wine, ignoring them. As you ignore it, it doesn't say anything back. It seems like it responds but it doesn't necessarily open conversation. And after a few moments of it standing in the darkness, it's sort of once again, you know, you hear the like rustling of some branches and you see the dark lumbering form start patrolling around again. Anything you'd like to do, Garden? Or do you want to just wait through your time? I'm going to enjoy this bottle of blueberry wine and let it pace. And it paces. And 
you kind of, you know, do your best to keep your eyes on it. Yeah. And time passes. And then uh, all of a sudden, you hear louder rustling. And it's the sound of it moving away. Maybe a half hour, hour passes. And the sun starts rising. And then your friends wake up. And you guys are all together. Wasn't aware you were still in bear form. Uh, that's just my that's just my morning growl. Hey, uh, how'd everything go, Garden? Man, Aegon, I mean that, that real real stimulating conversation that uh that shadow uh wolf thing was. I mean, one trick pony, he just told me to douse the fires and something about wanting to kill you. I, I don't know. The what wolf? the hell are you talking about? I let her know what happened while I was awake. Yeah, so you guys uh, in uh, Garden, I imagine you explained what happened. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you guys are all on the same page. It seems like this weird wolf creature uh, had, you know, found you guys and then proceeded to want you guys to douse the fire and then even told Garden that it would devour the two of you in the tent uh, if you had doused the flame. Almost like it was doing you like a favor if it did so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I told him whatever happened, you know, between you two was between you two, and he just said, you know, hey, you will put the fire, and I'll, I'll, I'll consume him, and I, I stopped him. I said, I don't want you dead. I don't want you dead. So, well, I appreciate you keeping that fire lit. What would you guys like to do? The sun is now risen. Uh, you guys are talking, I imagine, as you eat your rations. Uh, you know, you guys are feeling better. You have your spells back, health back, hit dice back, all the whole nine yards. I. Uh, what would, would you uh, like to do? Would there be any benefit to like maybe just investigate just the area, just to I don't know, tracks or anything? Sure, survival check. Uh, with guidance. With guidance, go ahead and add that D four. Was that for yourself or for me? Um, oh, I can do the roll, yeah. Oh, no, it doesn't matter. I, just, I, I mean, I just wanted to know whether I was adding it or... Very good. Uh, uh, sounds like uh, you're going at it alone. Uh, what's your survival check there, uh, Garden? Oh. <laughs> no, I, I rolled, so I got a 18. I... Oh, I... I think Garden rolled as well. What'd you get? Uh, yeah, I got... I got an 11. That's fine. So between the two of you, uh, it's easy enough to find. You see uh, the, the, the path that the wolf took, Aegon, to get here, the, you know, where you saw it through the woods, doesn't seem to be much in the way of tracks. Almost as if it was, like, super light on its feet uh, or just didn't leave anything. However, Garden, the, the area that you heard it retreating away you see what looks to be the same path that you had seen in the woods before that looks like uh, almost as if something large and like flat and maybe almost gelatinous sort of rolled over the earth, but 
it's almost kind of like physical, like like bits of claw coming out of something like that and pulling it forward and scratching at the ground. And it seems to be heading into the south. Of course, the south. You think that maybe this wolf thing is the the weird gelatinous monster that, you know, sort of has a physical form but kind of doesn't at the same time. Okay, the one that we may have saw in the fortress? Yes, or saw another okay. of in the fortress, as the case may be. Right. Oh, let's, uh, I say let's head back to town. Yeah. Awesome. Let's go. So there's, uh, as per usual, there's going to be a daily roll that you can make. Uh, Important ones are like survival to find your way, uh, perception to keep watch, uh, stealth can cover your tracks, uh, uh, you know, you can make nature or survival checks to uh, potentially find uh herbs along the way survival check to find food and water what kind of roles do you guys want to make do survival for path and with guidance sure oh, oh i can't do with guidance yeah on that, right? because yep. it's a daily yep. roll yeah so yep. uh, but uh, go ahead and roll survival to find your way i'm unnoobing myself eventually i appreciate that <laughs> uh perception to keep watch sure elena what are you rolling i don't know uh I guess stealth to keep our keep us, you know, whatever hidden. Cover your a ten for for yeah. path. Sure. So with a, a ten, you think that you're finding your way pretty easily. It's you know you're walking through the woods and stuff. It's not so easy, uh, but you think you're doing a pretty good job. Uh, Elinad, uh, what did you get for your stealth? Unnatural twenty. Yeah, you cover up your trail. You make sure that your uh, friends aren't, you know, blundering into, like, you know, mud piles and, you know, anything that would, like, leave evidence that you've been there. Uh, and uh, Aegon, or, I'm sorry, Garden, how about for you for uh, your uh, uh, perception check to spot? I got a 14. With a 14, uh, it seems like the, the trail of whatever that creature is veered off away from the town. And, uh, you know, doesn't seem to, to have made a beeline, you know, to Lava Cloud Village so much as it headed south and then kind of maybe looped around the town. Uh, but you guys lose sight of those trails, you know, quick enough. And nobody else seems to be in the woods that you can see. Uh, you guys are, I would imagine, trying to march into town within the uh, day. Yeah. So, you certainly can do that. Uh, it'll bring you into town pretty late uh, at night. Uh, so, you guys travel into the evening later than you would normally want to. Uh, but you arrive in Lava Cloud Village. Uh, the, uh, uh, the bar down the road. Uh, you know, uh, Black Egg Brewery seems to be open. And uh, there is a light on inside in the uh, 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 Susanna's Inn. Otherwise, everything else seems pretty closed up and locked up. Um, I head towards the brewery. Okay, I'll follow. You guys are all going to the Black Egg Brewery? Yeah. Sure, so you guys right. walk in, 
And a lot of the townspeople are here. They're, they're, you know, a few of them are laughing. Maybe a few of them are having a more serious discussion off to the side. And the uh, Goliath named Sals is uh, uh, kind of looming over the uh, bar and sees the uh, three of you. He goes, my friends, it is a pleasure to see you. Oh, it's good to see you too. I think you'll be wanting drinks. Uh, yes. Sure, sounds good. He pours you each uh, some ales and uh, will take your, you know, paltry amount of like, you know, six copper pieces, uh, you know, between the three of you and uh, uh, slides you your drinks. And he goes, so what's been happening? You've been traveling around, it seems. Yeah. Yeah, we've been on some adventures. How are things here? Things are pretty quiet. This is a pretty sleepy hollow. Have anyone complained about having trouble sleeping? Um, he kind of shrugs. He says, I don't usually talk to people about their sleep cycles. Uh, but no, nothing comes to mind. Anybody new in town? It's just, no, you're the newest ones. Anybody beat my egg record? He says, I don't know that anyone tried, uh, but not that I know of. Nice. Uh, he, uh, I, he makes small talk with you guys and asks, you know, where you've been, what you've been doing. Do you guys answer or do you keep it vague? Uh, we keep it pretty vague. Yeah. Sure. He has no reason to, to really press you. Uh, Sal's, uh, uh says, he goes, well, I mean, I suppose so long as it's uneventful, then maybe that's for the best. Um, do I notice anyone new in town? I mean, I assume that pretty much everyone in town would be here because most of the stores are closed, right? Well, here's the thing. There's a lot of different houses in, in farming uh, uh farmsteads uh dotting this area so honestly most of the time that you've been here you've not really gotten to know many of the actual townspeople charlotte foster is about the only one who was born in this village that you know you've talked to at length so you're not really sure like you know you presume these are just regular townspeople just from their look uh and the fact that sal says that you know there's nobody new but you don't really know any of these people very well okay All right. I tossed him a silver piece and I say, uh, have a good night. And I walk towards the door. He says, I appreciate the tip. Have a good one. You guys uh, uh, heading to the uh, inn? Yep. Uh, I'll get two more bottles of uh, blueberry wine from him before we head out. Sure. Uh, how much uh, gold did I say that was last time? I don't remember. Uh, was it like five gold a piece? Yeah. That sounds about right. Uh, yeah. Uh, he takes your 10 gold. Uh, and hands you the two bottles of blueberry wine. He says, you enjoy. <laughs> Thank you. From the Baril uh, uh, Vineyards. It's quite good. It, it is. I, I enjoyed some last night. It was it was quite delicious. It's wonderful to hear. I'll make sure to order more. Oh, thank you. He says, absolutely. They uh, come by maybe once a month, every other month, depending on their uh, schedule. Good, good, good to know. Thank you for letting me know. I'm, I'll definitely be back for more. 
He nods and uh, uh, wishes you guys a good night. The townspeople are kind of, you know, distant from you guys. Like, whereas Sal's is, you know, wishing you a, a, a wonderful night, the townspeople just kind of eye you guys suspiciously as you leave. Hmm. And you guys yeah. get outside. Are you guys heading to Susanna's Inn? Yeah. Yeah. Let's call it a night. You guys arrive and uh, you guys get to the door and kind of shake on the handle and it's locked. And maybe a minute later, uh, Charlotte Foster comes out in like uh, essentially like a, uh, like a bathrobe of pajamas. And she's like, well, shoot, I wasn't expecting you tonight. Come on in. I'm oh, sorry we got you up. Well, no, that's my job. It's all right. I hope that, uh, 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 you know, you, you've had a safe trip. We have. Are our rooms ready? Oh, yeah, your rooms are still yours. It's I haven't touched them. Great, thank you. And I just head towards my room. And she nods and says, oh, I hope you uh, uh, warm up. It's a mighty cold out there. Oh, it is. Thank you. Have a good night. And she bids you guys good night. And uh, are all three of you going to bed? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. All three of you, roll me a d20 if you please. Okay. Got a 10. Got a 4. I got a rock. No, I got 17. That's better than what they got. <laughs> Agon. Yeah. You... Find yourself getting into to bed. Make me a perception check. Fourteen. With a fourteen, you get a weird feeling. You get up out of bed, and you look out the window, and you scope out. And surely it was nothing. But for the briefest of moments, you thought you saw out of the corner of your eye two twin children leaving town off the south road and heading towards the blighted lands. But surely it was just your imagination. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.